I'm prolific, so gifted. I'm the type that's gonna go get it. No kidding. Breaking down a switch in front of your building. Sitting on the steps, feeling no feelings. Last night it was a cold killer. You gotta keep the devil in this hole, nigga. But you know how it go, nigga. I'm front line every time it's on, nigga. Honey pro flow. Run and shoot pro, 458 drop, playing bulletproof soul. Every few shows, I just buy some new gold. Circle got smaller, everybody can't go. Downtown Diamond District, jewelers like yo. Hustle, holla at me, I got Cubans on the low. Through the Cancun, smoking Cubans on the boat. Then dock that to loom just to smoke. Look, listening to music at the Mayan ruins. True devotion on the bluest ocean. Cruise, my cultural influence, even revolution. I'm integrated vertically, y'all niggas blew it. They tell me hustle, dumb it down, you might confuse them. It's like that weirdo rap you motherfuckers used to. I'm a urban legend, South Central in a certain section. Can't express how I curb the tactics. Guesses, evidence of a divine presence. Blessings, held me down at times I seem reckless. Effort, got an L but got an E for effort. Stretched it. Dropped them off in the Mojave Desert, then left me. Ain't no answer to these trick questions. Money making nip, straighten out my jewelry on my best dress. Well known, flick up in jail clothes. Snatch a champagne bottle from Rico's till T-Show. Whatever, nigga, playing chess, not checkers. Nigga, 38 special for you clever niggas. See, bro, you ain't living down by the street code. Been through all these motions up and down like a seesaw. I can never view you as my equal. Fuck, I wanna hear your CD default. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. Welcome to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis. And uh, Addy, make sure I get this right. Addy, the, the best out baddie. Okay. The one you wish you had. Uh, yeah, for sure. With the fatty. With the fatty. Um, might take your daddy. Maybe. Um, Maybe. 
something? Um, you know. Uh, we can we can add as we go. <laughs> okay, I think okay. you I think you did a good job. Okay, today. good, good, good. You, you good, put some good. respect on my name no. today. Well, you know, I'm, I'm I was good. looking at the website and that was not included in my name description. Was so it? we have to I, talk hey, about look, that. Hey, look, I copy and pasted your description. Uh, yeah, you yeah, me. yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the the show page is, is always edit editable, if right? That's a, if that's a word, right? Okay. Um, so we could always change that. <laughs> but did you have a good week? I did, I did. I um, I was perf- I performed yesterday, ah, um, nice, in nice, Harlem, nice. okay, at this um amazing open mic actually, and it's really just a dope ass chocolate ass open mic. It's the dope po- ass chocolate ass chocolate ass. Open ass. Mic. There we go. Um, Del Novella is the host, and it's called the poet. The poet will not be televised, I believe. And basically, it's like they you you go on stage with your material. And there's this awesome live band that basically accompanies whatever you're doing. So it was dope. It was dope. And I had some friends come out. I made some friends, you know. I really be trying not to make friends. I deadass do because I really be just trying to cleanse my space. But I've been attracting really good energy, so I'm grateful. That's what's up. And the show was lit. It was just really good vibes, you know. It was just awesome and um, just amazing performers. So that was very, very positive. How was your week? Well, my week was 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 pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, not nothing uh, to complain about. I got to uh, I got to live broadcast the first show out of the new studio. Oh, the very first show out okay. of the, out of the rec room, uh, Radio Free <laughs> Brooklyn. Up. Yeah, well, you know, Radio Free Brooklyn opened up a new studio not too uh, like down the block from here. Oh, um, at Brooklyn Fireproof, and uh, I was the very first live broadcast from there. So that was that was pretty dope. That's awesome. Um, it's, it's and you didn't, and you didn't fuck it up because you're still here. So look now. at that. Thank you, Tom. Uh, it's funny. It's funny because when we moved out of uh, 1345 DeKalb, yeah. um, I was the very last broadcast out of that studio. Okay. Like, after my show went off the air, we started, like, picking things up and put, loading it into trucks and moving it mm. to here, to the studio that we're at now. So, it was just pretty cool that I got to do the last broadcast at the ver- at the very first studio mm. and now I got to do the first broadcast at the new studio so, you, so that was pretty cool so you feel like Beyonce is that what's happening well I mean I wouldn't say Beyonce I, I'm not on her level I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare and you're right you're correct you're not <laughs> I, would, um, I wouldn't dare put my name in the same sentence as her very good very good well you, you could have thought of, you could have thought about it for a little bit so, <laughs> no, no, no 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 um, I'm but, the only I'm the only one relatively adjacent to Beyonce in this room well I will give you that because <laughs> it, you both are black women Yes, and, and I sound and, like Beyonce, and that's where the correlation stops. <laughs> um, you ready to get into our shout outs? Yes, I do, but I have to just share one more thing because oh, yeah, I did ahead, something very ghetto today, and I just oh, wanted to share it. I always like confess. hearing ghetto ghetto Addy stories. <laughs> go ahead. What happened? So, okay, so I went to uh, UPS because you know I I, I I purchased way too many things on Amazon, but especially before vacation. Right. So you know I was away most of last month. So before I had gone, I was like, let me get a, you know, a vacation wig or whatever. You know, maybe I want to, a bitch might want to switch it up or whatever. You know what I mean? Like step out with some new hair or whatever. So you I, go. you know, ordered this wig and it came and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. You know, I just wasn't feeling it. Um, and so I returned so had, it. So you had to take it back. I did. And so what I tried to do was conceal it. <laughs> I tried to. <laughs> you didn't want people to see that you yeah, was taking the wig back? I tossed it away. I took <laughs> it away. Away. Okay. Um, 
So I did. I put it in a little bag, concealed it. And there was these, you know, two, <laughs> these two black men that were at the UPS register. So they were like, oh, what do you got to return? I'm like, oh, you know, uh, no, I nothing. hand them my package. Uh, nothing. <laughs> I hand them my package and they, they like, they're like, oh, you know, you don't need this bag. They put it in a new bag. So they had to remove it from oh, no. the package. I concealed it and to put no. it in the new Amazon baggies. Oh, uh, you got and. <laughs> And now they're holding my 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 wig that's poorly stuffed back into the little poorly stuffed back into the little wig baggie because uh-huh. this shit is never big enough for you to actually put it in no. unless you're you know really good at shoving things into things. I'm not pause, but oh, oh, <laughs> um, pause. But um, yeah, it was they they I saw them choking back la- what I thought was laughter. Maybe it was me. I would laugh too. Um, so Maybe you just, just paranoid. Really, um, <laughs> You know, and I just was like, I'm I'm gonna stand strong in this. That yes, I did the fuck return this wig. Mm-hmm. I did, and I'm gonna look you in the eye, and I'm not gonna feel ashamed. It is what it is. I'm a grown ass woman who's returning a wig that I don't need because I need the money more, and that's that. There you go. That's that on that. Well, I I hope uh, <laughs> you know they didn't notice that. Uh, I, I'm sure did. they did, and it's oh, cool. Yeah, they definitely. It's did. cool. It's cool. They definitely did. All right, let's get into our shout outs because we got a jam packed show, a bunch of stuff to talk about, and we got Ellie Luna. The, Hell yeah She's The absolutely awesome. amazing I don't want to call her an artist Because that is an understatement Under Like did, I, I will say this Before we get into the show Doing got? research on her mm-hmm. Was like the easiest thing A joy Ever Like A it blessing was, just, It was just like Oh she did this Oh mm-hmm, my god She mm-hmm. does this too And I actually spent like an hour Trying to make sure that It wasn't two different people Because mm-hmm. I saw so much mm-hmm, stuff That she mm-hmm. did but we're going to get into all that when she For gets For sure. There. No, this is a very dynamic ass queen. Yes. I already feel her vibes via the internet. So yes. excited and, uh, to have her in this studio. And she's Haitian. So, you know. Oh, sock you know, passe. Don't do that. Eh, wait. That's racist wait. and ignorant. Oh, God. Don't do that. What? <laughs> Y'all all came from my country. So stop. <laughs> that, that saying sock passe when you hear Haitian is it's just, just ignorant. Get out of here. Um, But we're going we gonna to get started. You want to you wanna lead us off with the shout outs? I do. I want to start with shouting out Gabrielle Union. Yes. And Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade for multiple reasons, but yeah, let's start. he just been he just mm-hmm. played the last game of his career last night. Yeah, he did, and yeah. he, you know he's a pretty like just a pretty solid. He's a solid, well rounded, all around dude. Yes, you know? absolutely, like, yeah. You know, and obviously not <laughs> completely without flaws as most humans are not. Well, he, he had a break, baby. Huh? Sure, supposedly, um, but we won't touch on that. And his last marriage was okay, shambles, but. He's awesome and he's grown. And yes, yes, yes. He has a wonderful, beautiful, beautiful queen, dimply queen. You talking about um, Gabrielle Union or his son? Hmm? You talking about Gabrielle Union or his son Zion? Oh, I'm talking about Gabrielle Union. Oh. Stop. <laughs> no, because Zion out here trying to be a, a oh, beautiful I mean, queen himself. He is doing it. So Listen. basically, <laughs> they took Zion to um, Miami Pride, which yes. I heard is popping. Yeah. So they took him to the Pride Parade to, in support of um, her son, and her son is, I think, eleven. Yeah. So of course, you know, it's social media. Yeah, so and look of course, at the look at the picture of this they little looked, man. They look beautiful. God damn, he got the unicorn horn. I like that look. I want it. I and and mm-hmm. I was I was talking about this with somebody. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, most kids, especially his age, they don't show no teeth when they smile. You do that weird. Yeah, uh, ear to ear smile. He's mad happy. I'd yeah. be happy too. That's a very supportive ass family. Yeah, you know his older brother came out too, and um, or no, <laughs> came out to the parade. No, um, yeah, he didn't, he come, didn't out, come out. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and you know the the boy, the eleven year old boy, didn't formally come out either. But you know they're Pretty supporting. Obvious. They're supporting their son, and people people are saying a lot of stupid shit like, "Oh, he's eleven. How yeah. does he know what he?" There was niggas getting head at nine in the back staircase in my school. So. I definitely watched my first porn video 
like 10 years okay old. so I'm like people so, what do you mean you don't know what you what you want at 11 yeah exactly like, I think you have an idea of course that idea can develop change strengthen but you have yeah. to Pretty pretty firm idea as to what you want at least at the moment. Yeah. Absolutely. So maybe 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 yeah sure. If even if you want to say that maybe he's this is a phase or whatever, it, it's probably not. Um, and if it is a phase, so what? Yeah. Who cares? Like right. they're supporting their son who has demonstrated that this is something that he's interested in. Yeah. And I think that's just what parents should do. So kudos to them. Yes, absolutely. Um. um so. Oh. Yeah. DC stands up against gentrifiers. Yeah, I just added that in super quickly. I know this wasn't in the Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's outline. that's fine. I actually saw a couple like Facebook posts about it. Yeah. I, I didn't have much time to like get into it, but what's going on over there? Okay, so basically, um in DC and one of the um main um I think it's one of the main T mobile buildings, I believe, that mm-hmm. usually would play go go music for customers. Um, they were told to stop playing that and it was kind of like a staple in DC you know and yeah. um, and you know I, I'm not from DC so I'm, I don't really have the full picture there but they said um, that because of, there's been a crazy surge of gentrification in DC as every major city really um, you know and the problem is that you know unfortunately when white people move into neighborhoods what they tend to do um, especially into major cities they it's not that they just move in and just you know mind their business right they often come in and assert a a sense of dominance over the people who live there and tell them what to do with their lives their time uh whether it's calling the police on people for no reason whether it's telling people you know you can't be playing this or you can't be doing that they become the enforcers yeah, oftentimes com- in the spaces complaining that about in. bodega signs yeah you know just like I've ridiculous shit and you know I must yeah. and this is obviously not all white people but this is just enough white people who do this shit often and it's a very columbus Columbusy of y'all, yeah, yeah having like, having whole civil wars on other know, people's land. Basically, like, like people were here living their damn lives, and you chose to live here. Drive up the prices, and people can't even listen to the damn music that they've yeah. been used to. So here's the cool thing: DC residents um decided to protest by uh going flooding the streets and flooding the streets with go-go music yes. throwing a loud ass parade in the Absolutely. like in the night and just yes. basically because of their protest uh the T-Mobile CEO said the company will allow the go-go music to continue and i think that this is awesome and think and like what an amazing protest to protest and celebration of who you are and celebration of yourself yeah. um and for that to and all that positivity to be received well so that even the T- T-Mobile CEO could come down and like be like all right now nah, they was wilding we're not gonna let this one, uh, this one John or Sally, or Sally, you know, stop the fun. Yeah. Um, if they don't want, if they don't like the fucking music, they could go home. They, they could, could go back to. They can literally go anywhere. Go like, back it's to like, Wisconsin, you Milwaukee, go, wherever the hell. And I just couldn't imagine. Hell. You know, right. I'm like I moved into Bushwick. Um, a few years ago and it was a Mexican community and they played a lot of loud music in the middle of the night but I'm like this is not my neighborhood like yeah. I'm here because it's close to my job this is what so, they've been doing for forever yeah. and, but you know people was calling the police on them so I'm just like this is crazy and I think how you treat people's spaces just shows a lot tells me a lot about who you are so regardless of whatever color you are you know it just tells me a lot about who you are and I'm just really happy that these, you know, blacks, the blacks of D.C., you know, did what they had to do. Let's be real. Only, only, only uh, yuppies will move into a neighborhood and expect the neighborhood to, to conform to them. That, that's what I'm saying. I'm, like, I'm moving, looking for other examples. Yeah, yeah. I don't see anybody you're mo- but you're white moving people doing into this a same space? thing. Like, I don't see it, like, which is crazy. Like, I don't I don't think they understand that. They're, they're moving into a space. First of all, people are... Like mm-hmm. these these high rise, fancy looking buildings are popping up literally smack in the middle of hood. Mm-hmm. Like this is this one nice building and it's a bunch of like rundown, everything else, nobody cared to fix it. 
The city didn't want to come into the neighborhood until you guys start moving in, and then you expect everyone to conform. To bow down. To, yeah, to bow down to how you. What a, a, an Get abuse of privilege. Facts. Bye. And mm. hi to the DC protesters. Yeah, right. <laughs> Shout out to that man. Um, you got a, a nonprofit actually accomplishes the yeah, mission, huh? I'm gonna make this one quick. Um, I just yeah. thought it was super cool. There's this non. Um, I work for an ed tech company, and my boss had posted. Um this article about this educational nonprofit called Education Superhighway that basically set out with the mission back in, um, what year was it they set out? In, in 2013. Mm-hmm. Or back in 2012. That they wanted to make sure that schools had high-speed internet. Um, that all public schools had high or had access to high-speed internet. And basically they accomplished the goal. And, and um, well, at least not not high speed, but at least, you know, bare minimum speed. Decent speed, speed yeah. Right. So back in 2013, only 30% of districts were meeting that goal. And uh, by t- uh, 2019, 2018, 98% of uh, districts were meeting that goal. So um, the guy shut down the company and came up with a sustainability plan uh, to keep track of, like, the how the efforts and the things that they laid uh, the foundation that they laid down to, to track how well that continues to do um, over the next 10 years. But they stopped the nonprofit, which is like, really unheard of. Because <laughs> yeah. you never you hear of nonprofit right? just sitting there doing nothing forever. So I just thought it was cool that they actually stopped and because they actually feel like they accomplished their goal. So Yeah, that's pretty dope. I, kudos. Yeah, kudos to them. But how far have we come? Mm-hmm. Because I remember having to smuggle my phone mm-hmm. into school like it was contraband. Like you, you tried all types of tricks Facts. To, I, to get your phone to get your phone into the building. Facts. And now these kids is they just, there's whole companies out here fighting for them to have mm. a decent internet speed in the building. Look at that! Look at God! Look at that! Look! Shout out to some shout out to change. Okay, <laughs> just shout out to change. Um, we got a Seven Eleven clerk who um decided that he wasn't going to call the police on a thief, but uh-huh. instead he was going. To give them food Yeah uh, That is pretty dope um, Let me make sure I get this guy's name right uh, Oh actually I got the, the Instagram video here um, Yeah so this took place in Ohio This kid was 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 walking around the store Stuffing things in his pocket And an employee let the clerk know That you know someone was in here stealing And as opposed to calling the cops He decided that he would help him out with a free meal And this is genius because the the food that he gave him, if you watch the video on Instagram, this kid had a lot of stuff in his pocket. <laughs> he had about $25 worth of snacks in his pocket. Like stolen snacks? Yeah. He, oh, was, okay. he, was, just, he was just going wild. Dang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he so, was out to get caught. So, so the clerk actually uh, saved the store about $12, $15 by giving this kid a, 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 a couple slices of pizza yeah. and some chicken wings, right. which, by the way, come in clutch on a drunk night. There's a 7-Eleven. <laughs> Uh, down a block from where I live, and um, if for some reason Ock decides to turn off his grill <laughs> at two o'clock in the morning, very selfishly, um, I decide to go to the Seven Eleven and I get what's called um, on the run food. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I appreciate it. Anything to help sober me up. <laughs> you know. Well, this is not about you. It's about the young hungry kid. Absolutely. <laughs> and um, also because that food just be sitting there after a certain amount of time. For real. It getting hard or whatever. So like, yeah. and then they got to throw it away. So it's just like, you know, but of course, you know, the food industry, yo, is shady as fuck, bro. Shady as fuck. Like, yeah. Restaurant industry, they throw food away, you know, like, like it's nothing. Yeah. It's like not good. And like, they talk about, story. oh, we don't want, we don't want people to, 
to um sue us if they eat something that mm-hmm. we give them and they get sick. It's like, man, that's BS. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, that's um, absolute BS. Yeah. Come on now. You throw away pounds of food. Pounds. Every night. Pounds. Every night. And this I guy. Mean, I feel like you could give the food away and just get a waiver in exchange that yeah. we're not liable for it. Yeah. Oh, you then, want the sandwich? Here, sign mm-hmm. this first. So you know how you, you exactly you know how to deal with legal in every other department, but you can't deal with it when it comes yeah. to the homeless people, right? Who don't even have access to lawyers. Like, please get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Anyway, and it's fresh food they be throwing out. Yeah. Um. Anywho, the next shout out we have is to an NBA player, Kyle Korver, who wrote an uh wrote an essay on the NBA uh on a, a website called the Players Tribune and it's a website that gives um, the athletes an opportunity to put out original content everything on the Players Tribune comes from a professional athlete so there's no oh that's dope yeah so there's no writers there's no middle person it's just, just them is. writing putting content out yeah it's pretty dope uh, there's a bunch of podcasts a bunch of articles on there and everything like that but Kyle Corver is on here because he wrote an essay about white people in America acknowledging that they do have privilege mm-hmm. And that the first step to making the nation better is acknowledging that privilege. Thanks. And um, one thing I, I took away from that essay, um, I don't know if you got a chance to read it, but he talks about an NBA player who, uh, um, a black NBA player who got his leg broken at the hands of the police. Oh, shit. Yeah. So mm. there was there was an altercation at a club in Atlanta one night and um, the cops showed up. And basically used excessive force on this NBA player. And it ended up breaking his leg. Mm-hmm. And it, he ended up missing the entire rest of the season. Damn. So, um, and he talks about as a white man, his first thought was not, damn, those cops are messed up. His first thought was, what were you doing right. for that to happen? And that's why I'm shouting him out. Because he acknowledged that mm-hmm. that was his first thought. Right. And he acknowledged that that was wrong of him to think Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. were you doing to get your leg broken by the police and instead he thought you know after realizing that that was wrong and he was like you know what that was excessive force that was unnecessary Mm -hmm. so i was just i just wanted to shout him out because um it's not too often that you see white folks acknowledging that they do have a privilege Mm -hmm. in this country and and then like owning it right like owning not like oh well white people have a problem but i'm fine like because the thing is that like we all have problems right the issue is that when you're white and you have power and you don't acknowledge those problems, right. that's when it. That's when we really see what, like, that's when we really see it affect the community. Like, I can have my own prejudices, but I don't really have that much power, so there's not much I can do. And not to say that those prejudices don't um, don't need to be checked, but it's like when you have a certain amount of power, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. Truly. And I feel like anybody who's able to really see themselves not as in opposition to the group, but a part of whatever group they're in, for better or for worse. You know, there's things, even as a black person, that I'm like, for better or for worse, I am of the group. So I'm not going to put myself above or separate myself as, like, well, black people do this and I don't do that. You know, like... I'm a part I'm a reflection of my community whether I like it or not right. and whatever um those expectations or whatever that uh privilege whatever whatever privileges come with that or whatever disadvantages come with that I'm a part of that so I appreciate what he said um cuz I think that's important I think it's important yeah. to own your thoughts own how you feel about things and to talk about it. And I think it's important that we give people space to talk about that shit, you know, and to like not because I know somebody might hear that and be like, oh, my God, he's racist. Cancel him, you know, mm-hmm. and that's not fucking productive. Like, this is an honest ass conversation. And I feel like we yeah. need to have more stuff like that. Absolutely. Um, 
Also, up next on our shout outs, uh, since this has this is pertaining to oh be, to the queen, I, I'll let you uh, oh just God. take the floor on that yes. one. Yes. Okay. As a beehive adjacent. Oh, beehive adjacent. Yeah, I've always said I've always oh, okay, identified okay. as a beehive adjacent. I don't have the energy. I don't have the time. Uh, I don't. Okay, I don't okay, have okay. honestly. If I did, I swear. <laughs> I swear. If I had a little bit more time, right? I would be. But um, I don't have time to like really sting you deep. Um, but as a beehive adjacent, someone who sounds a lot like Beyonce on the radio, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's a stretch, but okay. Go ahead. You know. Um, well, Beyonce's coming to Netflix, and basically she is coming on April 17th, uh, Wednesday. Uh, uh, yeah. So everybody call out of work. Call, sh- call, uh, don't go to class that day. Who makes a work? Um, <laughs> Beyonce be, about to crash Netflix. Excuse you, I'm talking still. <laughs> <laughs> this is our moment. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to be watching it with a bunch of black girls. (laughs) (laughs) You going to make this a thing Wednesday night? No, literally, (laughs) my friend is coming into town and she's throwing an event. At yes. this theater, ran- oh, I've never even seen this God. damn theater in Bed-Stuy. Yeah. Um, where we get to watch Beyonce amongst the other black girls. So your friend built a whole theater in I Bed-Stuy. believe she did. I think so. <laughs> I think she, Beyonce, and the gods came together oh, my as the holy trinity to build this for us to view. Um, and basically, it's going to be <laughs> it's going to be just a, uh, a look into what it took to make Beychella. If you don't... Beychella. If you lived under a rock and you didn't see the... F- fucking masterpiece that was Beychella mm-hmm. uh, a over one hour performance of fucking perfection thousands of folks wow. on the stage okay maybe a hundred but <laughs> in was perfect also fe- unison was no also mistakes. featured on um, Insecure yeah. they went to Coachella for that Beyonce performance oh my god you see like mm. just utter perfection is what she accomplished and so they're going back into what it took to get them to that moment and um, and just like that amazing celebration so I'm really excited to watch it and to see uh, how history gets made. Yeah, um, this is definitely going to crash Netflix. Mm -hmm. I think, like, no matter what you're watching, when that comes out, Mm -hmm. it's just going to either go to to the Beyonce doc or you're not going to be able to watch anything else. Facts. Because that's how strong the Beehive is. But um, shout out to to Beyonce. Um, The final shout out, man, Nipsey Hussle's mother. uh, Absolutely angelic, man. Like... And just watching the memorial service um, while I was doing in between um, Brooklyn Bandstand, in between my talk breaks, I was kind of watching the service and she seems so at peace. And it's like it was crazy because we all were like in shambles after hearing that Nipsey passed and just Mm -hmm. hearing how positive of a dude he was and how good of a person that he was and and how much good he did in his community and hearing about the way that he passed it had everybody questioning a lot of things and his mom just came with some like angelic peaceful words she seems at peace with what has happened and um, even at the memorial service when she spoke is she she just gives off the vibe of an absolute angel she, absolutely she angelic sounds, yeah very spiritual and it seems like she raised her family in a spiritual mm-hmm. way and it was just incredible so i gotta give a shout out to her for absolutely. just be, just for being so strong beautiful in a time like this the rest of us are a little too worldly <laughs> we're too we're too bound by you know the flesh and it seems yes. like this woman is living in 
and in a different realm as far as her spirituality and it that was it was just beautiful and strong to see yeah um because we are so much bigger than our bodies we are we are so much bigger than this earth mm-hmm. um and our spirits really do live on and I, I believe that and um she showed that so. yeah absolutely so definitely shout out to her um we're gonna take our first break of the show um when we come back we got trending topics uh Damn. so so do not go anywhere this is Ben Talks uh, on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis. Addy the, Addy, the best stop, Addy. Daddy, uh, the one you the one wish you, you had, Hattie, with the uh, fatty. Might enjoy your daddy. Might. <laughs> might enjoy. She, but won't because she's angelic and she, was raised she don't, she don't want to take your daddy. She no. just want to enjoy no, him. No, no, she no. just want to fuck up his marriage. That's what she no. want to do. <laughs> no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. Oh, this man. is all in jest, guys. Uh-huh. I have I have, I have, have former teachers probably tuning in right now. Don't well. judge me. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Yo, it's just so wavy with Riri Challenge right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back. Bah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Graduation, nobody qua. Jamaica, Puerto Rico. Graduation, nobody qua. Jamaica, Puerto Rico. You so fine, you so fine. Can I hit one more time? My niggas in the building. Yeah, we about to spaz out that rump punch beat. Shorty about to act out. She's too gone. Please don't pass out. We ain't even make it to the section and we cashed out. Hey, me got you feeling nice. Don't waste no time. Let me see you. Why, yeah, yeah. Island, y'all turn back way. I want to see why like we way. Go back, y'all turn back way. I want to see why like we I'm open at three, look, chain to my watch, if you look, you getting blind, let me get a dance like one more time, and she the type that if you look, you won't find, and when I found you, girl, you was a catch cool. a movie, chill in the jacuzzi, lay back while you do me, and you do something to me, I swear I can't lie, I ain't gon' front, I buy you where you want it, Gucci and Prada shoes, Balenciaga's, chillin' with them gangsta shots, it's in the mob, shorty in the kitchen, she rise to the pasta, Put my dress out like a rasta, do it. Speed it up and go faster, do it. Young nigga still a rockstar, do it. Slow it down and go faster, do it. Let me see you take time, do You fine like some wine, do Let me just see you crying, do Let me see you take time, do Let me see you do it. Let's get right into it. Let me see you do it. Let's get right into it. Let me see you do it. Let's get right into it. Island gals and back way. I wanna see wine like we way. 
Go bad girl, turn back way. I wanna see wine like we way. Island girl, turn back way. I wanna see wine like we way. Go bad girl, turn back way. I wanna see wine like we way.
when it comes to you. All it takes is time and patience. Just gotta set your goals and you'll make it there. Never let them tell you that you can't. Try sticking to the plan. Don't let anything get in your way. The best part about it's the process. And if one person get it, we all can get some. Never gonna leave you out. Never gonna let you down. You started, so we gon' finish. I'll be there anytime you call. If I got it, it's yours. Something worth fighting for. I know they wanna see me stop, but I don't never give them what they want. No, I ain't never giving up. No, I ain't never giving up. No, I ain't never giving up. No. Wake up, gotta get my cake and make sure my family's straight. Work hard for it every day, we'll never let it slip away. Got a grip on it, knock that chip right off of your shoulder, throw a zip on it, get an old school and throw some switches on it. Looking older when we pose for our pictures. I suppose that's what we thought it felt like when we get here. Ain't no opportunities missing. Took advantage now instead of corner offices. We putting records out and our dogs is getting rich. Tell the judge, keep them sentences. I'm free of zero cents. Our brand long hero. I could ride through my city with no fear. Was broke, switch gears and bossed up. Never look back, now we on track. And if you work hard, you feel exactly how I do. Every day's a chance to be great. Yeah. Yeah, that was Grizz with Find My Own Way featuring Wiz Khalifa. You're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis and Addie, the best out baddie. Yes. Um, she is my co-host. Yes. And we are back. And it's time for Trending Topics. Still black. Still, Still black. black. Yes. Nothing's changed yet. 
Speak for yourself. You never yeah. know. <laughs> you never know. Right? You never know what Ben might fuck around and do. Oh, wow. You never Me. know. You never Me. know. <laughs> wow. Um, so it's time for Ooh. it's time for trending topics. All right, what's up? Um, so so Ooh, we, oh yeah. It seems like we've taken a, a time machine back to like the nineteen fifties. We did. Or the nineteen thirties. We did. Maybe even earlier than that. But New right. York declares health emergency as measles spread in parts of Brooklyn. New York City on Tuesday ramped up the battle against the spread of a measles outbreak in a Brooklyn hotspot, declaring a public health emergency and calling for mandatory vaccinations. Mayor Dil de Blasio said the emergency covers four Brooklyn zip codes, including most of Williamsburg and Borough Park, which have seen more than 285 cases of the measles since October. Now, from my understanding, there was a uh, mass um, trip mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Uh, Israel. Yeah. And because the uh, Hasidic Jews are not vaccinated to begin well, with. Is it is it all of them? Like, is it Do they all not get vaccinated or is it just some I, people? I'm not sure. Okay. But whether it's some or all, it's enough for them to have brought right. back the measles to these back neighborhoods to, yeah. in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. And now it's causing an outbreak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and this is pretty controversial. This is a very controversial thing. I have friends who have kids and they're, they're not vaccinated and they feel very strongly about that. And, um, you know, and honestly, here's I, I'm, I'm so torn because it's just like if we lived in a country where we could really like trust, you know, like the government or we right. could like trust where we're from or like trust, you know, the systems that be, then it would be like, yeah, that's crazy. But because we we see all of the ways that this country tries to kill us like and you know and and especially because like with the age of the internet and all the information kind of coming to surface obviously you have to sift through what's real and what's not and i think you know a lot of times what's kind of real gets mixed up with what's kind of not and Mm -hmm. i think that people kind of go off on tangents with that information that they get but it's hard for me to just call them just stupid or to go in on them because we have a lot of reason to not really trust the things around us and um so, I mean, I kind of feel like, yeah, people should be getting vaccinated, particularly for like measles, mumps and, Rubella, and yeah, that, 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 that disease Hepatitis. or like, yeah, those are like the early childhood vaccinations. But, yeah. you know, there have been reports that uh, that, you know, have been dis- technically disproved. But what we can't really trust who disproves and who approves things anymore. Right, exactly. It's just so difficult. Yeah. But, you know, there's been correlations between or reported correlations between those um vaccinations and like some developmental like delays and disorders and there are some technical there's some technical merit to the fact that when you when you preserve a powerful vaccination um you use like there's mercury in it and all of that stuff and you know in order to preserve anything there's going to be some shady shit that happens or goes down in that preservation and um that has apparently you know been linked to certain disorders and developmental delays so um people you know are not not cool with that and they rather you know have their kids go about their lives in the most natural way possible so it's just hard to um it's hard but then when when you're talking about living in a community where there's other people and having to be a part of that community I think that's when things kind of for me at least get like "Mm," you know like we gotta we gotta look out for each other too so yeah and although like their communities are pretty much secluded for the most part Mm -hmm. um, there are still instances 
in any community, especially in, in the five boroughs. Yeah. There's no way that you're not going to have to um, kind of cross paths Best. with anyone else from any other culture as you. Because mm-hmm. you're going to either have to share the supermarket, you're going to share schools, you're going to, or at the very least, the subway system mm-hmm. is what we're all sharing. So it's kind of scary because. You know, they have their beliefs and they don't get their vaccines and people have their thoughts about vaccinations, whether it's good or bad. Mm-hmm. Some people don't get their kids vaccinated, whatever whatever the case is. But this kind of threatens all of us as New Yorkers. Yeah. Because you yeah. don't know where they're, you know, you might ride the train through a Hasidic Jewish neighborhood and mm-hmm. you never know. Like, so it's, it's kind of scary on that point. I did have a question, though, because somebody brought it up, which, you know, I was like, <laughs> you know. You're Instagram philosophers. Um, if your child is vaccinated, then why would someone who's not vaccinated be a threat? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. So this is only a problem for people who aren't vaccinated. How long Maybe. does that vaccine? Va- I don't know. Uh, how long does that vaccine last? Though? I don't actually know, and I don't know because like, I ain't, I ain't have a, a vaccine mm-hmm. in, in quite some time. But I'm sure. I'm sure though that the proliferation of the disease could mutate into something that's. Oh, no. Harder to like super measles. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm pretty sure oh, that that no. could potentially be a thing, <laughs> and I'm sure that that even when people are vaccinated with anything, there's always those people who it don't take. You know, so if there's a if there's a community of people who have it, and maybe that vaccination just failed for them, you know, then <laughs> God, that would suck. yeah. So I mean, there, there's some merit to like um, yeah. to like even if you are vaccinated, you should probably Ooh. still probably not. You know, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't fuck with them measles niggas. But that's this seems like something you'll see in the newspapers during the Great Depression, like the 1920s, like measles outbreak in Brooklyn. I know. Like, <laughs> what the hell is going on? Like, God. Eh, anywho, I'm, um, t- I'm not touching nobody or talking. I mean, I never did. Yeah, we just giving pounds out <laughs> here, man. That's it. We just giving yeah, pounds close out here. Fist. Yeah, there you go. All um, that. So there's a missing missing couple in Dominican Republic uh, who, unfortunately, since I've created this outline, has passed away oh they passed away mm-hmm. oh, so no. basically a Westchester couple vanished while vacationing in the Dominican Republic according to the New York Post um, mm. they were warned about being mugged by locals according to a tourist who um, happened to cross pass, paths with them while they were in DR um, basically uh, so the, the couple is uh, Cheryl Freeman and her boyfriend Carter Washington mm-hmm. they spent time with Portia Ravenel and Orlando Moore a couple that they met on their way to breakfast at their all inclusive resort so apparently um, you know uh, Cheryl and her boyfriend they got this package um you know the all-inclusive packages for vacations and such. Oh yeah, that you get on the Groupon. Yeah, <laughs> and and someone yes. and, and for someone who has a better contract than me, mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you seem get to know all here. about those two. Get the fuck out of here! I mean, I, I look, I know my deals, um, but you know, I've done my little, you know, all-inclusive stuff as well. But they found something that you know kind of played them because the resort that they got that was all-inclusive and everything was 100 miles away from the airport. 100 miles away from the airport. That's crazy. That so, not, sounds like a Groupon, though. That's true. <laughs> that sounds like a Groupon. Right. But in an effort to, you know, save some money, the couple decided to rent a uh, to get a rental car for the time for their um travel to from from the airport to the resort uh-huh. and back from the resort to the airport. Now their flight was at 2 a.m. on March 27th and the couple had warned them about like, hey, like locals, you know, they can tell the difference between, you know, local vehicles and rentals, but 
it appears that the couple went ahead and used their rental to get them back to the airport. And unfortunately, they had been missing for uh, over 15 days before they were found recently. A few days ago, um, the woman's body was found on the side of the road or actually in the middle of the road. And they had rushed her to the hospital where she had been in the hospital for eight days until they declared her dead. And, um, and, and I guess they didn't know who that woman was until they saw the report. So she was just in Jane Doe at the time. And um, they found her boyfriend's body washed up at a, at a sea nearby as well. Um, so that's just really unfortunate. And um, Yeah, man, you got to be careful yeah. when you're on these vacations. Like, and this is why I'm always skeptic about these deals. Like, I'd rather pay, and, and maybe this is just me being paranoid, uh, having black paranoia or whatever, mm-hmm. but I would rather pay the full price to something, like, for, on the resort's website than, like, try to save a few hundred dollars, and then when you get there, nothing see- is mm-hmm. what it seems. Yeah, I mean, I think you just do your research. I, I did, like, an all-inclusive thing, um, actually quite a few times last year I went to um, Cuba uh huh one Cuba uh-huh. Bahamas where, well two uh huh where else you went that was my like little vacation that, little, that I did li- there oh, oh that, Cuba and the Bahamas is a little vacation for another, Addy I feel like there was Break, another place breaking but, news yeah but it was beautiful and it's it was a little all vacation inclusive for, oh, it was oh all inclusive f- uh, how much I paid I oh. paid like uh, oh, $500. Show off even more. $545. It was an oh, all-inclusive cruise. Liquor, food, liquor, five days on my food? birthday. Yes. And five beautiful days. restaurants. Oh, Great Lord excursion. It? So I just had a lot of money to do other shit. But I did my research. So I knew, like, what I was going to get out of it. So like, I I, done, I did enough research to know, like, all right, you these got, niggas not fucking with me. You got way more than the average person. Nah, no, that shit was lit. And then me and my sister went on a trip to, um, we went to the Bahamas, too, like, maybe oh, two years go. ago. And we did another all-inclusive. And our resort was cool, too, you know. Obviously, there was, like, of course, certain things that could have been a little bit more upgraded. But for the yes. price, it was certainly yeah more than worth it. So, um yeah, just be careful, anybody who's no, traveling. No, yeah, you, you de- definitely got to be careful when you yeah. travel. Like, don't, don't think you're going to go exploring in the hood like you're a celebrity. Mm-hmm. And you got security and everything like that. Stay your black ass mm-hmm. on the goddamn resort. And here's my thing. Here's my barometer. When the locals tell you that they're afraid, believe them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> believe exactly. them. Um, so uh, next up in trending topics, um, Kodak Black, that piece of scum. <laughs> uh, he thought that it was fitting for him to go on Instagram live and talk about how he's going to give Lauren London a year to um, grieve over the loss of Nipsey Hussle mm-hmm. and then he's gonna quote unquote be the best man he could be for her and see and try to do the things that Nipsey was doing in the community so that he could get Lauren London's attention so that she can fall in love with him <laughs> elaborate plan pinky yeah. brain pinky in the brain <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how you put it. And you <laughs> and, know what? And I'll get her attention. And, and shout out to his mans, who is the whole time while while Kodak is on his rant, uh-huh. his man in the background is just like, yo, bro, it's too soon. <laughs> his man is trying to talk some sense into him. Bravo, because I always criticize niggas for not holding each other accountable. Yeah, his man, his Bravo. man, his man was, was telling him like, yo, bro. It's too soon. Mm-hmm. But he he was just stubborn about it. Like, I, in the interest of time, I'm not going to play the entire lot. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to play the live. But, like, he was definitely out of pocket. And rightfully so. He has had countless, like, supposedly people are looking for him right now. 
uh, you know, which is like also crazy. So it's just like let's not go to the other extreme. Yeah, like, we we don't want to we don't want to mm-hmm. uh, have any violence happen don't. in the and name of Nipsey because that's not what he was about. He, nah, he wasn't. And like you know, he could he was smacking nigga, but I feel like niggas would take it further than that. And mm-hmm. I feel like all he deserves all he deserves is maybe just like one good. Sm- you know, sometimes you just need your ass beat real quick. Yeah, sometimes not not all the time, but sometimes. Or if if there's anybody, you know, just get your ass beat a little bit. If there's anybody out there. Mm-hmm. That this kid respects. Exactly. If there's anybody yes, that he yes. will actually listen to, there we go. That one person mm-hmm. needs to sit him down and say, "Look, mm-hmm. what you said, although a lot of dudes may have been thinking it, it was wrong. The timing was horrible. Mm-hmm. This guy was beloved by his community. He was beloved in the industry, and that." Is just out of bounds, and then he gave a half-assed apology. <laughs> Call him dude. Talking about yo, if I if I disrespected, even though I know I didn't. Oh yeah, if I disrespected. Oh uh, yeah, great great <laughs> apology. Oh come on, dude. And I just gotta double down here because you know, as as a member of the community of wonderful, the illustrious group of black women, we've had a lot of issues with this young man. Yes. Kodak Black has had yes, been very he said vocal. Dark skinned women are too rough. Yeah, he's been very vocal about oh his like uh, you know, and look, like I'm not even condemning people for their opinion. Like that's your you know, but it was it was so ignorant, but it was so interesting how quickly people came in his def- in defense of his ignorance when it had nothing to do with them. Right. Particularly men, because men, you know, tend to uh unfortunately not really respect women and only respect other men. So in this case it took like Disrespecting another man for them to realize that this nigga is just disrespectful. Um, but you know, he's routinely disrespected women, but it was never seen as something that was uh that deserved attention or action. And uh for me, you know, I was I was definitely very like, you know, like here's the thing. I'm you know, I'm much older than this man, this young yeah, man. He's, what is you know, he's like twenty, 20 years right? old. Okay, and yeah. by much older, I mean I'm not <laughs> Well, let's not pretend. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, you, still we, a bad we, bitch. We, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta make sure all the listeners have the. Fa- we gotta, we gotta make sure all the listeners still are able to maintain the fantasy of <laughs> possibly getting with Addy the baddie. Okay. So. We'll see. Um, but um, yeah, no, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm less about condemning the young and the ignorant. That's not really my mission in life, you know. So when I heard those comments that he made about, you know, dark skinned women, the issue is to me is like it's. We don't have to go to either extreme. We don't have to cancel him, but we don't have to be like, fuck it, everybody's being ridiculous, that's his opinion. Yeah. I think that's crazy, too, because I feel like there's certain things that are just honestly ignorant and that you, the OGs and the niggas who is a part of the community, like, we should really, like, if you, you talking about you care about black people or do you just care about light-skinned black people? Like, because if you heard right. that, you know, like, that should affect you in some kind of capacity. I don't care what complexion you are. You know, you know somebody who's dark-skinned. You know somebody who's probably been through this. Uh, you just have to get, yeah, you kind of have to give a shit. Yeah. And if if you do then you can correct the, correct him that, that doesn't require him to be canceled that requires like yo bro like I know all the shit you see in the media will lead you to believe this this and that but that's not cool and that's part of how you know we get brainwashed with, with anti-blackness like I didn't see nobody stepping up to say tell him nothing like that you know but I see everybody now on their toes about um, about this Nipsey about the comments towards Nipsey's on women, so I feel like just keep the same energy. Like I hold hold people accountable. Like there's we don't got to go to two extremes. Hold people accountable. Period. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he was definitely out of bounds mm-hmm. for what he said. The timing was definitely off. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, man, hopefully there's someone that he actually respects out there that is able to sit him down and talk some sense into him. Like this is out of bounds. This is a woman who was grieving. It's not like. He, Nipsey was sick for mm-hmm, months and mm-hmm. years, and she had time to 
yeah. uh, gain acceptance. This was, hey, I see you this morning. Mm-hmm. Hey, babe, I'm going to run out to my store and do X, Y, and Z for one of my boys who just got out of prison. And then you're getting a phone call that he was mm-hmm. shot. And probably not too long after, mm-hmm. according to the the um, the reports came out of the, the uh, what do you call it, when they um, inspect the, the body. Yeah. Um, it autopsy. Said, yeah, the mm-hmm. autopsy. Like, he he passed 35 minutes after. So, yeah. imagine what Lauren London is, is having to deal with. Imagine what people close to Nipsey is having to deal with. And then to turn on social media and see you clowning and mm-hmm. talking about, oh, I'll give her a year. Like, granted, yeah. there may be people that may feel that way, but nobody's saying Yeah, it. and I think, and that's where I think it was... That's where a little why I really don't believe this man meant any harm. I really don't. Right. I really, really don't. And I'm not trying to defend this man, but I really don't think he. I just feel like you know when you when you're so ignorant, like yeah. I really believe it's it's it's, it's difficult. It's difficult um, to emerge out of that, especially when everyone around you is validating that he has a whole career and he's been the same way. He's 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 probably much better than he ever was. You know. So like, I feel like you know just. Talk to the talk to the man and yeah, I do wish I do wish people put him pull them aside because I don't want it to yeah. be all of this crazy shit. Yeah. Um, but you Cause, know, because the way I, I think um, this is the last thing we're gonna mm-hmm. say. We gotta move on, but the way Ti and the way the game came mm-hmm. at it, like as far as a very prideful young black kid, he's not gonna respond to that. Yeah. It's just gonna make him more upset exactly. and it's gonna add fuel to his fire. Yes. What they should have done was yes. get his number. Pulled up on him, you know, hit him up. Like, yo, let me, I want to talk to you. Like, I want to, man to man, no cameras, no social media. This is why what you did was wrong. Right. This is a boy. Like, this reminds me of my student that I used to teach because he's like 20, you know, like my my kids that I used to teach, they, you know, they reactive. So if you call them out in front of their peers, they got to do something, you know, like, so you got, you can't meet them with that same energy as an OG. You got to pull them to the side and talk to them. And that's how I would talk to my kids who I knew were hotheads. I wasn't putting them on the spot in front of everybody, you know, Mm -hmm. we're going to put, I'm going to pull your ass to the side, but I got to. Beat your ass and everybody leave the classroom. Then I'll do that. But, yeah, and that's know, the we're thing. Not, we're not we're not gonna bring that energy out so everybody could make you you know so you could feel yeah. bad about yourself. And that's that's how you that's how you lead. Like yeah. being a leader. Um, if you're gonna call yourself like a leader of the culture, a leader of you know the mm-hmm. new school or whatever, you got to know how certain people will react to certain Facts. things. And I think like being a leader, one of the most important things is knowing how the people beneath you, uh, the people underneath you, um, react. Like mm-hmm. some people. They can take the tough love. They can mm-hmm, take the, mm-hmm. the open criticism. Others need you to pull them to the side and talk to them in private. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's all about like learning. And yeah. uh, I think he, he's going to learn a lesson in this. And I just think T.I., people like T.I. in the game, they just went about it all wrong. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. And good intentions on their end. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely good intentions, good intentions but on their end. But I think that, yeah, the emotions got the best of them in that situation. As, this is, a, yeah, it's a very emotional um, situation. Aunt Becky. Finna, all right. Aunt, Aunt Becky finna go to jail. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Aunt Becky, Lori Laughlin, she's facing up to 40 years for um, money laundering. Oh, Lord, um, it. Now, so it's money laundering. Before, it was oh, just a cheating thing. She a but, whole criminal out here. Yeah, so she actually oh set God. up a dummy company Damn. in order to transfer money in and out of that dummy nonprofit and dummy for-profit company so that, you know, she could get her... She's, her she's under, watching, underachieving she's, ass. She's watching too much power. Is that that's what that's what happened to her? Got underachieving too ass kids. Too much goddamn power. Got <laughs> underachieving ass kids into school. 
so um so now her 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 case is just got a lot more complicated because uh yeah you when, once you start setting up companies and and shit and lying to the government like that becomes like you're lying to the government and moving th- moving thousands of dollars that the IRS doesn't know about or um or the IRS believes is for a certain purpose so yeah the government is now you know after her ass so she's facing up to 40 years um Lock prison, that ass up which you know um which you know yeah, Listen, I guess it is she, what it is. If she, she wanted to give half a million dollars to colleges, um, I know a bunch of people uh-huh. with loans that need some help. <laughs> if that's what she wanted to do. <laughs> she had a picture of her walking out the, that court office real confident. She was walking yeah. out real confident. People were like, this, so, so, you know what's I, I was reading the comments. They were like, she, she, like, she was sitting there smiling because she knows she's about to activate her white privilege. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> she right like, quick. Ooh, yes. She's she about like, to turn mm, on that I'm button. White. Like, I'm white. Mm-hmm. I'm about to get... Two hours community service. Right, she's good. That's what she gonna get. Mm-hmm. God damn it. I mean, no, they're probably gonna put her in. They have to do something. They're gonna put her in jail for. A, they're gonna no. give her Martha Stewart. Yeah, they have to do. They something. They have to do something. They're gonna put her in club fed for a year. She'll mm-hmm. be chilling, drinking mimosas with the white lady, and then she's gonna get a show with Snoop Dogg. Uh, oh, definitely. God she's gonna have so much damn. street cred. <laughs> and, you know, Lloyd Laughlin's a baddie. Like, I, shit, she's a baddie. I, cutie. I may, I may or may not have had a bunch of good times as a child <laughs> to Lori Laughlin's image. Well, well, um, oh, may throw, or may not throwback self pleasure before the before <laughs> <What>? moving images. <laughs> How old are you, Ben? <laughs> That's back when you got thirty seconds on the porn website before they told you to pay. <laughs> you know, I made the best of that thirty seconds. That was before incognito window. Okay, okay, that was before all of that. Mm. I, I made it my business to be able to finish in thirty seconds, and then I realized oh, in my adult life that that wasn't acceptable. <laughs> Um, shame, shame, <laughs> shame. I know. Um, so, uh, Wendy Williams, man, she's uh, finally, 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 finally about finally to file for divorce it. from that abuser, <laughs> yes. Kevin Hunter, the yes. man who was on record talking need about some sound effects. I want, like, I don't know what I want, like a guillotine sound. I don't or know something. what station you think. <laughs> I don't know what station you think you at. But that uh, was not how ninety seven. <laughs> I thought it was. No, not yet. Nah, not not okay. yet, Addy. Damn. Not yet. Um, but. Uh, this man was on record saying that he could not leave her mm-hmm. because he needed her money to support him and his other relationship. Ain't that a bitch? This man needs to write a book on how to get a woman, <laughs> how to keep a woman under your spell. <laughs> Truly. Okay? Because this yeah. is craziness. Because mm-hmm. she, and she, you know, because she always just loves to go on her show and be like, well, I am still Miss Hunter. Look at my ring. Like, you know, I'm not going, he's not going anywhere. And then, you know, but in this, in the other breath, when she's going through trending topics, speaking on women and decisions that they make in their relationship, she's very critical about, you know, people uh, and, and what they choose to do in their relationships right. as far as exactly. saying that they don't have respect for themselves, saying this, this and that. And so it's just like, you can't do both. So it's like, right. it's like, and from, you know, as somebody who talks, on the radio and has a podcast like I, I gotta live correctly too like as far as I can't be sitting here hypocritical being like oh well this girl's dumb she's she's dead. and I never call people dumb I never even called Wendy dumb because I understand a lot of women go through a lot of shit and yeah. you don't always understand why they stay with the men that they do and a lot of that shit has to do with childhood shit, a I lot of this I shit don't has understand do. why women stay I, I'm a man mm-hmm. okay and I sit back and I just be watching women sometimes Going through some of the shit that they go through, and I'd be like, "God damn, there's no yeah. way you that dumb, right?" Cause like, because you, like, you would think that you know the way that so many so many women be hanging on to these niggas is that maybe these men are giving birth, 
Maybe these men are cleaning up after the house. Maybe these men are doing something and adding value the way that they be like. You would think. Like that they can't live without them. It's just like you you can live without him. That's a that's a big ass burden. That's a big ass child. So um, I'm happy that she's finally decided to divorce him, Mm -hmm. you know, because that that whole thing is embarrassing as just a woman. It's embarrassing to just see that your husband is on vacation with another woman. You know, your husband is not only on vacation, but your man was having a yo. He was he had a baby. Jesus. On the day of vacation (laughs) with this woman. He supposed to be mad. He's he's good. Like he's well taken care of. You, listen, mm-hmm. take it from someone, okay? Who got cheated on? Well, I did some, I did some stuff in you my cheated? past as well. well. We're not gonna <laughs> use that word. That's a strong word. That's a harsh word. You cheated is a harsh word. But I will say, you know, I made it my business to not look like I was having a good time <laughs> when I was out with the side chick. Yeah, this level. Okay? cheat. There are levels to cheating. Like if you're gonna participate, you gotta look like you're culture. not having a good time. Like you just have to look like Damn right. like she forced me to take this picture Like Plausible deniability Exactly And he ain't Kevin <laughs> Kevin don't don't give a fuck He doesn't And that just, just makes it extra Like cheating is disrespectful But if you are gonna participate In the culture of infidelity There's <laughs> ways To go about it That at least you're not gonna have Your girl looking crazy Right And but, what he did was it, it, It's so reckless It's exactly the opposite Of what a husband should do A husband or any relationship to make you feel safe, you know, and, yeah. and the minute that you you take that safety and you rip it from that person, and in such an egregious way, it's time to go. Yeah. I think God will understand yeah, why the vows have to be. be yeah, definitely. She should have been left. <laughs> yeah, and she couldn't have done this soon enough. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back with our blow the whistle segment. Uh, you're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. With the best in the world, Ben Lewis. Do not go anywhere. We will be right back with Blow the Whistle. And don't forget, Ellie Luna is going to be our guest. She will be live in studio uh, in this hour. So do not go anywhere. You're listening to Ben Talks, Radio Free Brooklyn. And Addie the Baddie, come on. Oh, yeah. Add, come add, on. Addie the Baddie, take your daddy, all that good stuff. <laughs> all right. Only good. Yo, Kiwi, thank you, bro. Thank you. Butterfly shit is going through me. You my mind and my soul. This is it. I can feel it in me. Oh, Ain't no easy or no shady vibe. It's good in the Jeep. See the pain in the eyes. You been hurting, I see. Whoa, you wanna whoa. vibe with a nigga that would sit there and listen. You pull up on me when you leave it, you miss it. How I hold you, cause you never had this feeling before. And I'ma treat you like a princess, you don't need a whole lot. Girl, I got you no. what you want, I buy you Gucci below. Celine bag, take you shopping, go and dumb on the store. And all this honey dropping down, I should uncover the floor. And you my baby, we just started, are you ready for more? Whoa! Taking toes in the island, I'ma sweat you, I ain't tired Put it in your back and have you screaming, are you wildin'? You ain't fucking with the flames again And let them know that I'm your nigga, you ain't playing with them Whoa! Ride till the wheels drop On my class shit, yeah, with no stop Cause I got you, you regardless Yeah, you gonna learn this nigga timeless, timeless, yeah Summer in Miami You can get all that 360 Cause I got you, you regardless you gon' see that a nigga timeless, timeless, yeah. You gon' see that that boy timeless, no, 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 no. no. You gon' see that that boy timeless, timeless, yeah. You gon' see that a nigga timeless. 
You gon' see that that boy time shit. The nigga that you wanted was cheating and using. You had the girl of your dreams. The fuck is he doing? I see potential in that smile and the way that you moving. You wanna own your fucking business? Go ahead, baby, pursue it. I ain't mad at you. No, them hating bitches talking bad about you. So, you got haters, girl, you winning and ain't missing. You want me, girl, I want you. Can we stop with this pretending? I ain't playing with you. They looking at them gold pictures. Bunny cry, you my rider, you my whole hitter. Behind the mask, girl, I know you hurting. You been my peace of mind, I know you worth it. Don't let them stop you, shorty, keep on working. Nice for what? Let me see you twerking. You had a long day when I made me come and talk to me. Kiss your body, lick your face, you know the vibe, feel me. Ride to the wheels drop. On my class sheet, it was no stop. Cause I got you, you're regardless. And you gonna learn this nigga timeless, timeless, yeah. Summer in Miami. You can get all that 360. Cause I got you, you're regardless. You gonna see that a nigga timeless, timeless, yeah. You gonna see that that boy timeless. You gon' see that them boy timeless, timeless, yeah. You gon' see that nigga timeless. You gon' see that that boy timeless, yeah. Say, yo, keep me, thank you, bro. You know a nigga timeless, yeah. Oh, a nigga timeless. Feeling alright, feeling okay. Feeling okay, feeling alright, feeling okay. I've been up high, I've been all the way. Can't kill my vibe, doing what it takes. Sacrificing everything I ever could have gave, yeah. While you party, I'm working, toasting up to the finish because my mama deserve it. Yeah, I'm far from what's perfect. Like, who am I kidding? All the hoes in the room looking for new beginnings. Hands up if you feel it. Hands up if you ride. Reaching up to the ceiling. Reaching up to the sky. See the time working hard in the hands of God. Ain't never got to wishing on a shooting star. Phone, coconut theme song Move your feet and be wrong Dancing like this, your song Dancing like the sun gone So then step your mind gone Damn, oh my God, my blown Petters through that hot throne She walk on, now that fire blown Flowing by like I've been the ocean And I bend it back with that king notion It's free spoken, that wordsmith Feeling up on perfect She bit the lip with the lust gazing Persuasion that prison Feeling alright, feeling okay I've been up high I've been all the way I 
feelings They started rocking Adidas When yeah. cats got robbed for their sneakers My goons were popping their heaters See, I was a nervous wreck Popping all of these perks said, yeah, I'm hot with a burning chest No doctors and nurses yet Cause I'm sick with it Plus I'm sure, but I like thick bitches On the road to riches No, this isn't fictitious Making power moves Like I'm Sid Vicious Stacking, stacking, stacking Yep, I'm talking big business Order the recipe I will slaughter my enemies Half man, half a miracle Holy water and Hennessy Rappers, they speak to me But I'm trashing them easily I'm too nice with my pain game A master of frequencies Stay above all these niggas Say what's up to the sensei I turn up on the Tuesday But fuck on the Wednesday Get thirsty on Thursday So I sip on some wine With some tacos and liquor, baby You can't kill my vibe No, 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 no You can't kill my vibe No, you can't kill my vibe Doing it, man. I got that purple in my cup, man. Yeah. Mm, oh, no. Hey, shorty hit my line, says he looking for the drugs. I'm looking me too long, baby. You gon' fall in love. Hey, I just wanna fuck. I ain't into making love. Can't you see that I'm conceited? Yeah, this money got me sprung. Hey, shorty hit my line, says he looking for the drugs. I'm looking me too long, baby. You gon' fall in love. Hey, I just wanna fuck. I ain't into making love. Can't you see that I'm conceited? Yeah, this money got me sprung. Hey, shorty hit my. Yes, we are back here live on Ben Talks, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> you did some type of like, what what laugh is that? Who does that laugh? Is what it, laugh? What laugh did I do? <laughs> you came on to, you came on on that like 
Who is that? Jada Kiss? Who does that laugh? That that is the Jada Kiss that laugh. Is the, okay. The, the Jada laugh. Um, but we are back here. Oh, we got a little. It's time for uh, blow the whistle. Well, we actually um, have a but, few more trending topics. Yes, you want to you want to get into. Um, I do, but before I do, I would like to just announce some things. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. I, I have some things to get off of my large ass chest. <laughs> um, okay. There you so, go. All right. Here is the situation. Um, so I am. Throwing an event on, um, I say August, I'm already living in my birthday month, April 30th. Uh, if you are not aware, this month, April, is Autism Awareness Month. And if you don't know, which you probably don't, <laughs> um, but I have a young brother with autism. Um, and so it's always been a huge part of my life. And um, and just knowing what some of the challenges are and some of the um, the ups, the downs and, and, and what comes with that. And so one of the things that comes with that is, you know, once you graduate out of high school and transition into adulthood, it can be a really like lonely experience. It can be a really uh, confusing experience, you know, for a kid with autism or young person with autism. Uh, moving out of a very safe space into and, and trying to figure out what life means after that. And so last year I started and I created this event, this Autism Awareness Day Party, where I invited teens, young adults, and family members in the community to come and celebrate um, and to have a social space for young people with autism so that they could find community outside of, you know, just the traditional school setting and to have opportunities to engage with one another socially. So um, I just got approval of this event. I'm super excited. It's going to be at Ara Hotel this year. Um, it's called the Autism Awareness Day Party, RL Hotel. It's a beautiful hotel. <laughs> We're not going to get into what you did there, <laughs> what you did last summer at that hotel. No, it was this two, it was two summers <laughs> We're going to reframe. <laughs> We're going to reframe here. This was um, two summers ago. Okay, well, you keep that to yourself. Uh, okay. This is going to be where joy and happiness and bliss occurs. It's going to be a game night, um, karaoke. Please, if you're listening and you have and you know anybody who has autism or if you just would like to support, I would really love some help putting it together. So if you uh, would like to help as a volunteer, that would be wonderful. If you have ideas, please bring them to the table. I definitely want this to just be a really cool experience for um, family members uh, and young people with autism who can come together in a day of celebration. So look out for that. And I'll be announcing this, you know, probably over and over again until it happens. But you heard it here first. Yeah, that's pretty dope, man. Addy all over the place. She's doing everything out here. The absolute most. And uh, dear God, I wish I could clone myself. I do. Now, you said it was going to be a, <laughs> you said it was going to be a game night, right? It's gonna be it's gonna be games, music, karaoke. It's gonna be a lot of different things. I'm gonna just gonna say, be a celebration. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna just say this now. Mm-hmm. Anybody could get it in Uno. So you okay? you, you about you about to um you, you about to make a kid with autism cry? Is that what you that's what you saying? <laughs> that was I, happening. Listen, <laughs> anybody bad. can get it. In you heard Uno. it here first. <laughs> okay, bend the bully. <laughs> okay, I'm not a bully. Bend the you, bully. You think a, a kid with autism will hesitate to put a draw four down on me? No, he will not. <laughs> Okay. Hopefully not. So, I will be coaching. I will be coaching them. You see, in opposition to you, if needed. Listen, but I'm sure they will whoop that ass. Listen, so. they they're fully capable of playing Uno. All right. <laughs> I, Don't tell them what they can and can't do. <laughs> I know. I know for a fact they can play Uno. I know that. <laughs> they're not a monolith. Exactly. I don't so. know what that means, but uh, yeah, they they're not that. 
they'll be able to play Uno. So that <laughs> and means, a monolith means they're not just one type of person. Well, there so you, go. you exactly. may have somebody who can beat All that, that ass. Stuff. You may have somebody who may need some guidance and support. But we'll, we'll, we'll you know, we'll educate yeah, you a little they, bit, a little they, bit more. There you go, flexing at a Harvard. Uh, Look, education. I mean, me hey, I went to public school. Uh, and mm-hmm. we're. we're yeah. And then I went to the University of Bodega. So Please get uh, out of here. Now. <laughs> this man knows how to build a computer. Whoa, so. hey. Yeah. All right. I outed your services. Um, August, <laughs> August Alcina is uh, tripping, tripping. Yes. Our, our uh, intern is here. We would actually love to just introduce her as a new uh, intern here on the Ben Talk show. She's actually an intern with my organization called Party Blackly. So she's going to be helping us with content. So I just want you to introduce yourself real quick. Um just, right, just, right, just right, say right. hi. Oh, it's on. It's on. <laughs> hi, guys. I'm Bernadette. It was Daddy. actually on the whole break. So oh, really? Everyone heard everything that you were saying. So, uh, AKA that yes. Debbie, whatever you prefer to call me. Young Queen. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's me. Yeah. You're gonna be more. You're gonna be more comfortable behind that thing by the time. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Head. Like that's my name. <laughs> that's my Instagram. Fine. That's how my Instagram too. At Debt Labella. Well, we're Instagram. not. We're not doing that. <laughs> okay. Cut that out. That, that's me. Guys, want to get a visual version? You know, this was a great day for her to start um, uh, because we're talking yeah. about apparently her life partner, mm. August yes. Alcina, allegedly. Man, tripping. He's tripping. He's, He's tripping. And she will defend her man to the death. <laughs> so we might have to cut off her mic to get defend this man. Well, look. <laughs> so supposedly August Alcina had some sort of an affair uh-huh. with uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Okay, so now I have a question about the word affair, right? Like, okay. Let me let me just do a quick definition. Affair would imply that it's interesting, secret, right? You know, let me just let me just get the definition. All right, an affair. An affair is an event. Um, oh, actually, no, that's not the appropriate definition. Um, an entanglement. Hmm, it's not a really good definition, is it? Look, an affair is two people messing around without they, okay, without they partners to knowing it about it. As a marital, a marital affair. Okay. 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 Um, uh, a definition of extramarital or a marital, extramarital affair of or relating or being sexual intercourse between a married person and someone other than his or her spouse. So, yeah, an affair is appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> So yes, an affair, but a sanctioned affair because um, Jada Pinkett is sanctioned. in okay. a uh, she is in a partnership, a life, a life partnership, which is different than a marriage. Mm-hmm. Which I really love. Whatever this life partnership thing is, it sounds really great for somebody like me. Because mm-hmm. I'm a grown ass bitch. I don't know if I would be like, all right, yep, bet, let's go. You know, make this vow under God. Unless you're just like a Nipsey hustle, you know. But if not, then look. <laughs> there may be others <laughs> lurking in my future. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I might find my August later in life when I'm tired of you and your deflating, um, you know, nether regions. <laughs> <laughs> deflating nether regions. Wow. <laughs> I'm joking. But anyway, this is um, this is what's happening. And um, August Alcina came out with a song that kind of really confirmed everything. I think we all kind of had suspicions, but we thought maybe, you know, she's a mother figure, auntie. We see him with the family. We see him in pictures with Will. Wait, he be with the family with Will? He be with Will. Yeah. This is a partnership. They know everything that each other is doing. It's not what you be doing with your little side pieces, my nigga. Listen, Will needs to get... This is a Will, Will ma- two to mature get... adults. 
Will Smith Coming together. Need to, Will Smith needs to get homeboy that beat him up in the beginning of Fresh Prince in the opening credits. <laughs> okay, that had him move to Cali in the first place. Nah. He needs to get that man. He's too busy living his best life. And he needs to throw August Alcino over his shoulder and spin him around in circles. Like he did Will Smith in the opening You credits. see, you're making our That's what needs to happen. Upset. She's looking, she's ready well, to judge it. Look. <laughs> On behalf of him. On behalf. <laughs> wow. She's not happy with you. She is a whole, I don't even know what to call that. Is that married? She married, partnership, it's life partnership. partnership, whatever the hell it is. She's technically married. Listen, August, Alcina, you got anything to say? You go on Red Table Talk and make the rest of the world watch. Like the rest of us. <laughs> so he was on Red Table Talk. Yeah. Did I miss he that? Did, yeah, that's true. That's they were talking about his mm-hmm, mental health and no, the they need to talk uh, about what's going on between them. That's what they. That's yeah. Red Table Talk right there. Well, somebody said, um, somebody said this, which was really freaking accurate. That like, uh, Tupac was in love with Jada. You know, I think uh, she got Will Smith, mm-hmm. and now um, August Alcina's falling for her. This girl got the it's just got the sauce. Yeah. On men, like it's something about there's something about Jada. But not just men, not just men on everything. Look what she did for Jordan Woods. Look what that interview did. Is anyone even talking about the affair no more? No, no. People. Well, that's probably because people are tired of the Kardashians. Well, no, but people are tired of the Kardashians, but still can be mad at people. But like, I think what she did for Jordan is like she took her under that Jada spell, Mm -hmm. and and I mean this in a very good way, and shielded her with. All of the power mm-hmm. of Tupac. All that sage. All of the sage, Dr. Sabi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she put it all. She surrounded him. She surrounded her in love, <laughs> blessings, and forgiveness. And look at what emerged. <laughs> now she's embracing she her here, black yeah, side. She's out, she out here living her best life, too. <laughs> Being a baddie. Mm. And, you know, people have moved on. And I think that that's, she has, she's a powerful being. She really is. Mm. Red Table Talk is a wonderful talk show, too. Wonderful talk show. So, I, I look, if she talked to me long enough, shit. You gonna be admitting to stuff you ain't do? Look, <laughs> I ain't with nobody, so. Uh huh. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm, I'm, I'm good. Shit, I'm good with being the mistress, the family's mistress. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to be the Smith's mistress? I can hang out with Willow, Jaden. I love both of their music. Fair enough. They Kick come. Up, with- <laughs> they, they seem a little weird to me though. Like even though the music is all you right. You know why? You know why they seem weird to you? Because they're free. You not you not used you not used to freedom. You weren't raised to be free. So what you trying to say? You weren't raised to be free. No, Most black people. If you are got not something to, to say, just put it on out there. I said right what here I said. On the program. I said what I said. Oh wow, I'm not I raised said. to be free. No, I will have you know that. Uh, were we you gonna... giving Were you giving latitude for free expression in the household? Huh? No, <laughs> no, you were not. And you were? <laughs> no, I was not. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. These are free ass beings because okay. they were. Yeah, they 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 were definitely raised differently from 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 us. Mm-hmm. I will I will say that. Um, you ready to get to blow the whistle though? I am. I um. You want to start us off? Okay. Yes. All right. So if you don't know, this is, um, a, this is a major one. Huge. I was gonna say huge like Trump, but we don't fuck with him here at Radio Free Brooklyn. No, <laughs> we don't. I can't speak for everybody, but it seems like. Well, if you listen to the station, uh-huh. we have a promo that runs <laughs> that says "fuck Donald Trump." Right, I was like, like the white people here is down. Yeah, exactly. So I, I fuck with them here, um, but yeah. Anyway, um, if you yeah, if you're living under a rock, then you don't know that there is a memorial service happening uh, at the moment. Um, it actually may be done about now, but Probably, um, yeah. mm-hmm, it was being held in Los Angeles at the Staples Center. Um, there were tickets sold. Um, I'm not sure how many tickets were sold. I think it was like 10,000, maybe 10,000. Uh, don't quote me on that. 
um, tickets available in the arena, the Staples Arena, mm -hmm. um, for Nipsey Hussle's memorial services. When the ticket link dropped a few days ago, they were sold out within 10 minutes. Yeah. And um, shortly after that drop, and shortly after that, shortly after they were sold out, um, if you went to the shade room, you would see that they screenshotted some images of. Um, people reselling those tickets, those free tickets, there's memorial services yeah. for four hundred dollars on eBay. For four hundred dollars on eBay, which yeah, is just man. such a such a disgrace. And you know, I get, you know, it's hard. You know, life is hard. It's it's hard to sometimes make ends meet and and you know fill in the gaps of your income and all of that stuff. I know I live in New York, but this is just such a disgrace, especially to someone like. To someone like Nipsey and his legacy, so uh, I just wanted to blow the whistle on these folks. Yeah, definitely. That was that was definitely out of bounds. The tickets mm -hmm. are free, first of all. Yeah. Um, and for you to see this man's death, this man's memorial service, as an opportunity to make a few extra dollars mm -hmm. to have in your pocket, uh, definitely not worth it, and definitely someone who lacks morals for sure. Because this it's just wrong. Like mm -hmm. you're really trying to capitalize. Off of the tragedy that is surrounding this man's death, right? right? I don't know. Like uh, understanding, everybody wants to. Everybody wants to go to that memorial. Everybody in LA wanted to pay their respects to this man. This is a guy who immediately you do any type of research on him within the first ten minutes of reading, you fall in love with everything he was about Facts. and him as a person. And you're gonna try to capitalize on this. That's definitely like blow the whistle worthy. And anyway, you couldn't sell those tickets and. Uh, Anyway, even if so, if you did go out and buy those tickets off of those people, mm -hmm. they weren't honoring um, tickets that were purchased in somebody else's name. Oh, really? At the at the center, yeah, right. So if you paid oh, that money, wow, you you pretty much got scammed. They weren't Dang. honoring like uh, they weren't cross honoring tickets. Oh, yeah. Okay. So okay. okay well, then, if you bought then, them tickets, good, uh... then you just asked out. You got something to put in your scrapbook, <laughs> um, and you could maybe ten years, twenty years from now, you could say you was there. <laughs> Where nobody else could really check. But. Can I have an L for four hundred? <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, and and I watched I watched as much of the ceremony as I could, and it was absolutely beautiful. And we mentioned this before. His mom, man, she is just giving everybody oh, life. Goddess. She's giving everybody life. Just, the way she's just so at peace with what happened. Um, the way she's encouraging everyone else. His mm -hmm. brother gave a beautiful speech as well mm. um that was that was amazing i mean the lauren whole, london's yes. speech was just yeah three minutes of just power yeah absolutely. i was just like you know she doesn't speak publicly that much mm -hmm. but i'm like my god that is a wonderful woman yeah that is like sure. you know you oh it was so powerful yeah, everything sure. she said was just so from the heart and it was it was beautiful it was beautiful and i know she's gonna she's gonna be fine yeah and she's yeah so all right. Um, next up in Blow the Whistle, um, this is just Florida being Florida. Oh, boy. A man was fatally shot after buying meals for Waffle House customers. A man Wait, who was buying meals what? for fellow customers at a Waffle House in Florida was shot and killed after a fight with another patron. Killed? Yes, killed. Who would kill him? Um, according to authorities, uh, Craig Brewer, who, uh, no, Ezekiel Hicks. No, the gunman is Ezekiel Hicks. And the man he murdered was, uh, is Craig Brewer. Mm -hmm. According to authorities, Brewer and Hicks got into an argument at the eatery in Gainesville early Sunday. In Gain That's literally where the headquarters of my child uh, is. Hicks oh left God. the Waffle House, then returned and got into a physical fight with Brewer and shot him in the head. 
Rashida Johnson told WGFL her cousin was paying for other people's food moments before he was shot right in front of her. When he shot him, I instantly tried to stop the bleeding. Damn. That's all I was really focusing on, trying to stop the bleeding. Maybe I could save him. Maybe I could help him. But there was nothing really to do. Um, She still doesn't know why Hicks got so angry. She said Brewer was just helping others. Him being nice ended like this. And it is just a damn shame that someone who is trying to do such a nice gesture for others uh, now, reportedly, he was paying for people's meals and those whose meals he couldn't pay for. He was just kind of handing out $20 bills in the restaurant. So this is someone who was got killed doing a very nice gesture. Why does and it's the just good tragic. have to go? Yeah, exactly. That's really sad. Rest yeah. in peace, Craig Brewer. And fuck that nigga who shot him. Yeah, it's 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 a damn shame. Like that you would even go that far. Like, mm-hmm. and this is the same. That's the same type of energy that caused us to lose Nipsey. Exactly. And exactly. so the for ruins. for us to still be dealing with that as a culture, and then mm-hmm. you're reading this that someone was doing something that Nipsey probably would have done. Yeah. Um, and just doing something based off the energy that Nipsey put out into the universe. Mm-hmm. He's out here paying for people's meals. He's out here handing out $20 bills to people, trying to brighten their day a little bit, spreading positivity, mm-hmm. doing a good deed for his his community. And he gets taken out in such a vicious, like, crazy way. Yeah. Um, I hope this guy gets thrown under the jail. Right. Yeah, and it makes like, you... Absolutely. I actually wanted to talk to you about this. I don't know how much more time we have. Um, and tell me. <laughs> we have some time. We got like uh, two, 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 three minutes. Okay, cool. Is that enough? Yeah, that's good. Because okay. I do, I did want to talk about the fact that I saw that once you know Nipsey had passed away, I saw like on my timeline people having different reactions. But one reaction that I saw that I saw a few people echo was that you know this is why I don't come back to the hood. Da 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 da. Because you know people just want to take you out and da 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 da. So I wanted to know what your thoughts were on that. Um, on that. Um. I guess that perspective. Um, that perspective, I don't, I don't agree with at mm-hmm. all. Um, I think the only way that the hood is gonna get better is if people who find ways to make it out mm-hmm. come back and educate others on how to make it out, mm-hmm. and also give opportunities for people to make it out. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what Nipsey was doing. He was telling people what to do when they got in certain positions, mm-hmm. and not just that, but he was putting people in positions. To make it out, he was employing people through his businesses. Mm-hmm. He was giving the youth um, exposure to um, app developers mm-hmm. and people in Silicon Valley so they could learn. He had the co working space. Mm-hmm. He was doing exactly what I feel like you're supposed to do Absolutely. when you make it out the hood. I, agree. Um, I disagree with that notion 100% that, oh, when you make it out, never ever go back. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, yeah. you know, someone that came back to your hood could be the reason that you were inspired to yep. do whatever it is that you did. To make it out. Yep. You hear it with basketball players all the time. Oh, such and such came back to my hood. Mm-hmm. And that's why I thought that I could make it. Right. Or someone that we all know, DJ Envy of the Breakfast Club. Yeah. DJ Clue came back to his neighborhood. Mm. And DJ Envy saw DJ Clue coming back to the neighborhood. And that inspired him to be a DJ. Mm-hmm. And that's why he is where he is now. Because DJ Clue went back to the neighborhood. So right. I disagree with that notion 100%. If you yeah. make it out and you have the tools and the, and the wisdom and the knowledge to help others also make it out mm-hmm. i mean i'm all for each one teach one yeah that's a great that's a great response ben i think that you know i agree with that as well and um so yeah we're definitely on the same page and i feel i i read something that was kind of like you know um 
that, you know, when people have an impact, they don't die, they multiply. And what you said as far as, you know, he what he did was he built capacity. He built capacity so that his his um, ideology and the things he came to understand about himself as a human being, um, as, a, as a member of his community, he instilled that in other people who are going to continue to do that and pass that on. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I think because we, we grow up thinking that the worst thing in the world is death, right? Or the worst thing in the world is being taken away. But the worst thing in the world is living, to me, the worst thing I could do with my life is to live a life of no meaning. To live a life of no meaning to me, to live a life to, of no meaning to others. And I think that, you know, We can't judge a whole community based on what one person chose to do. Look at how many other people surround are supporting him. Look at the Crips and Bloods coming together um, to to lay down the violence. You know, we don't know how long the obvious is going to last, but even certain gestures like that are steps in the right direction of like this person inspired something super great. So I feel like, yeah, you know, it's so unfortunate that he had uh, that he passed away. Um, But I think we got to think of it from a much broader perspective than flesh. And I think what you said is super valid. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, man, don't don't. I, I I disagree with that, man. There's no need. Like you make it out the hood. I'm not saying you need to be in there every single day, but definitely whatever you learned to make it out, definitely needs to come back and and teach it to others. That's the only way we're gonna get better. That's the only way mm-hmm. we gonna we gonna make our communities better. That's the only way we're gonna make it out of situations that we oftentimes find ourselves in from pretty much birth. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I disagree with that 100%. Um, we're going to take a quick break. Um, and then uh, we should have Ellie Luna here shortly. Uh, so we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. You're listening to Ben Talks right here on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis and Addy the Baddie, the when you wish you had he, mm-hmm. the. Uh, with the fatty. And, with, uh, yeah, Addy mm-hmm. with the fatty. Get the fatty. <laughs> What else? What else am I missing? Um, you know, we'll we'll return your daddy to the household because I hold men accountable <laughs> for raising the goddamn kids. All right, uh, it's Ben Talks Radio Free Brooklyn. We'll be right back. Howdy. So. Yeah, you bored in the bleachers. I'm a ball in arenas. Shit, I crawl in the beamer. Got a call from the skeezer. Too black like arenas. Too hot for a feature. Too high with a reefer. My shit pop with the speakers. Wanna know where I'm at though? Where the bitch gotta lay low? Fuck shorty, get case closed. Need a bag that's facts though. She sucking me off. I'm daddy for sure. I'm calling it all. Shorty want me no more. Let's get it, let's get it. Look at the tag. I'm getting the bag. Shit don't connect. The vibe is a lad. Dog. Shorty attached. She see I'm a lit. She yo. Space in the back. Go through trips. Let's go. Tell her to bring all her friends. Shorty, you know what it is. She know what it is. Who can hit me is lit. They want to come back to the crib. Back to the crib. Look at the way that I live. We popping like we crack a sip. Baby, you vibe in the field. The mission is over. I kill. Catch me on Linux as well. Nigga, I bowl the fast. Talking that hot out your mouth. Now you not making a sound. Niggas put school. I started at half. Baby, ain't killing so pound. That's a fact. Shorty is fronting for now. She on it. You missing me. Wow. I don't snitch for the law. Nah. Smell a pack in the court. Wow. You lose shit for the courts. Duh. Get it back. 
that's for sure. Fergie, baby, niggas know now. After many, I'm the show now. Hit his move like the soap pound. St. Pat and the ghost now. Yeah, you bored in the bleachers. I'm a ball in arenas. Shit, I crawl in the beamer. Got a call from the skeezer. Too black like arenas. Too hot for a feature. Too high with a reefer. My shit pop with the speakers. Wanna know where I'm at, though. With a bitch, gotta lay low. Fuck shorty, then case closed. Need a bag that's facts, though. She sucking me off. I'm daddy for sure. I'm calling it all. Shorty want me no more. Let's get it, let's get it, ayy. Dog. Y'all niggas should know the vibe already, man. It's 2018. I'm tired of fucking with y'all niggas. It's time to apply pressure on y'all bum ass fake niggas. Are you shitting me? Are you kidding me, nigga? Idiots. Fucking stupid niggas. Dog. Baby. Let's get it. Girls, no. 
I'm ready for the world show. I've been putting time in, cause it's all about the timing. Less about the rhyming. We in a different climate. I'm ten toes in this pain, so I write through it. We ain't living the same. Y'all want the clout and the fame. I want them shouting my name. Sold out venues and five star menus. Result of what I've been through. I benefit you. Grind hard till it benefits you. On God, I'ma be big timing, yeah, big timing, yeah Ain't stressing my cursing Temporary fit, temporary slip Nigga, please, you won't stop me Shake the demons right off me On God, I'ma be big timing, yeah Yeah, I love my niggas. Yeah, I love my dogs. Yeah, I love my bitches. Yeah, I love my moms. Gonna tell me you love me. Don't wait till I'm gone. Gonna tell me you love me. Don't wait till I'm gone. Yeah, I love my niggas. Yeah, I love my dogs. Yeah, I love my bitches. Yeah, I love my moms. Gonna tell me you love me. Don't wait till I'm gone. Gonna tell me you love me. Don't wait till I'm gone. My baby mama see me hating on me In and out of court, this shit is crazy I Try not to even let it fade me Cause you know that a nigga wait I beat a boyfriend up for hitting up my phone Talk crazy, man, that nigga pussy I was really on a mission Small pull up, got a tits Me and my bros had a fall out But we made that shit work out I put my all in this music shit Wanna see how this turn out Man, I'm really from the bottom, nigga Mount Vernon niggas, wildin' niggas Stomp a nigga out with red bottoms, nigga With these labels waiting for the sign of nigga And the villain ain't safe we was hitting up Chase, we was hitting them banks, wasn't bank with Chase, I ain't have to do the race, we was playing it safe, had to really catch the zone, I was really dead broke, had to beat the shit. Yes, we are back live on Radio Free Brooklyn with the best in the world, Ben Lewis and my co-host, Addie the Baddie. All right, go ahead. Uh, Addie with the fatty. Okay. <laughs> uh, Addie, wish you hattie. Yes. Something about somebody daddy. Replacing your daddy. Well... <laughs> Yeah, I'm no, replacing nah. your daddy. I'm Daddy Ola. Not, not mine, but uh, <laughs> everyone else is out there. Anyway, yeah, and of course, um, as advertised, <laughs> we got a very special guest in the building. Hey. Um, Ellie Luna is here with us. Uh, I don't want to call you just an artist because I feel that would be disrespecting. Truly, um, like you got like a million. Let's go through a list. <laughs> you, you got like a million and ten things going on. Do I? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, the, you, you got your hands in a lot of things. Yeah. Um, you are just a multi-talented, uh, uh, I should say, uh, being. Like, you Thank have you. so many talents. Thank like, you. Um, obviously, music is clearly one of your passions. Absolutely. Um, but from, from the research I did, it seems like you got, like, a bunch of, a bunch <laughs> of passions. Like, I, I just got to ask you, yeah. how do you find time? For everything. Like, let me get a few of those hours that you got in a day. You know, I was talking to someone about this the other day. And I said, you know, it's funny because we always talk about not having time. And I was like, when, well, if we don't have time, where do we get the time to be on social media, to Mm -hmm. watch our shows, to watch, like, to binge watch series? Like, Mm -hmm. we have time. We just need to, like, clarify priorities, I Mm -hmm. think. Well, I feel attacked. I feel attacked. Um, I think everyone is multi-talented. I think uh I really believe that. And I think um, it's really just about, I don't know, there's something really hard about pursuing something that's not making you money right now. Excellent. It feels like failing, which is a really toxic uh, mentality. 
Right. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't think I'm special in, in being multi-talented. I think everyone is, but it's just a matter of like having that just going. Yeah. Yeah. And and you got the EP out now, Black Girl Music. Yes. Which is a very interesting title. Yeah. Um, so so how did you come up with the concept for Black Girl Music and what made you settle on that name for the album? For the uh, EP. For the EP, yeah. Well, for me it was always that uh the kind of music I would put out. I would surprisingly get comments about sounding white or being told I can't do a certain type of music, which was weird because people would bring you into sessions to write for other people. Mm-hmm. So it's like we want what you what you have to use for other artists, but you can't do it for some mm. for some reason. That reason being like complexion, which is absurd to me because if you look I mean, if you go back to like Madonna's greatest things, it's like um, Nile Rodgers was behind a lot of that. Babyface was behind a yeah. lot of that. So, yeah, the name Black Girl Music came because I knew I wanted to have Black Girl as a title because it's like an affirmation. It's mm-hmm. like, you can't tell me what I am. I'm telling you. I'm. It's Black because I made it. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? So um, I did a post on Instagram and I was like, what should I name this project? And um, actually, Kat Cooper was like... Um, music i was like i know i wanted to say black and i wanted to have girl but i can't it needs one more word and she was like music and it was you know when someone tells you something and it seems like that was so obvious why didn't i think of it it was like that dope dope uh, <laughs> you got you got a question for i do Addy? yes well i got a question well i've you know i've just been stalking you basically <laughs> thank you and wow, I'm so happy to have done that because I'm not like I'm gonna go back and review. Like I love your website first of all. Thank you it's so just, much. I love that you take the time to explain, you know, your vision. I really behind the things that. that you're doing because you're just such an interesting person. Thank and you. so I was just like kind of on in a loophole in your uh, website, and I saw that you have this particular section where you just basically promote other black women yes which is awesome so can you talk more about that yes i just started doing it it's called bgm like Mm -hmm. i I wanted to call it like bgm corner like black girl magic corner yeah um and i'm going to be like stretching out what kinds of things they do because i I was really focused on music obviously because that's like my main passion but every time i discovered a dope black artist doing something a little different i was like oh i wish i knew about them earlier so i could have been following them from the beginning because I think some of us don't like to feel like we're jumping on the bandwagon, mm-hmm. too. So I'm like, there must be other people who are always looking for these types of artists, too, or these types of creatives. So I just started this corner, this what this page on my site um, to just promote black girls doing really dope shit. And that's <laughs> and that's awesome that, you know, that tells me how much of a queen you are, because I feel like queens can sit in a light. And amongst the comfortably in the light of other queens, 100%. and I think that's something important that yes. particularly as women in music, yes. um, because you know we see a lot of divide and people mm-hmm. pitting each other against each other Absolutely. in the music industry. And <laughs> I'm sure you know probably in your experiences you've already had conversations with people trying to put you in a box or mm-hmm. compare you to people <laughs> off the bat with, before they even know you. You yeah. know, so I think that's super dope. And um, thank you. And just like the way you dress is super dope. Can we talk? Can we get into thank it? Thank you. Can I we mean, get into it? You know, <laughs> well uh, before you go, yeah. I'm gonna say Addy has not once complimented me on any uh, of the clothing yeah. that I want to the show. You don't be doing. You don't be giving me fishnet uh, well, furs, we, we, denim crops. Like well, we've been doing we've been doing thing. this show for about three months together. You Sometimes certain mm-hmm. things, you know, yeah. they're unspoken. Uh huh. Uh huh. You pull up with a denim crop, you might hear something different. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm gonna keep that in mind for next week. You know, wardrobe info. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say about it. I've gone through so many phases with my wardrobe, like really crazy random things uh like wearing one long pink sock one 
long purple sock and a brown dress mm-hmm. and sneakers. Like I've been through so many phases and I think I was just always trying to express myself in a way that felt like authentic. I, we know, we all relate to this. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, that's kind of how my style has come to be. Yeah. Just trying to find my voice, y'all. That's all. We special. hear it. We see it, girl. <laughs> well, sp- speaking of a voice, like I was at an event a few weeks ago and that's how yeah, we my, myself and, and Ellie met yeah. and I was just taken aback by her amazing voice thank and um, Michael from the East is my man but you had the best performance that oh that's, thank you so much that's, that's, it was such beautiful energy yes in the room I just wanted you, to take came, all those people you came through with the choreography with the dances <laughs> yes. and all that like you was killing it man thank you like it, Queen Moves shout out to Queen Moves they're amazing um, I just sister. I just want to talk to you about like your sound a little bit yeah. now um, are, you're from uh, Harlem I'm right? from Brooklyn you're from I live Brooklyn. in Harlem though so oh, you live in Harlem that, well, why would you do something like that? Uh, we, you know, well, you, you know gotta what? choose a side. <laughs> you gotta choose a rent. Ooh. Realness. That's, that's, Ooh. that's a word right there. Um, but I want to I want to talk about your sound a little bit. Okay. Um, how did you develop your sound? And and uh, just it, it is a unique sound from a lot of like artists that I that I'm able Thank to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so who are some of the people that inspired you? And and just ultimately, how were you able to? decide like this is going to be the sound that I'm going to go with moving forward I feel like that's just artist development Mm -hmm. I feel like you know it's just like something I did on my own just out of passion um, of experimenting with sound I I mean I've always looked at certain projects like like Velvet Rope by Janet Jackson or Bedtime Stories by Madonna or like when Santi Gold did her first album you know very pivotal moments in uh uh, really incredible women's careers that I felt like they were blazing their own trail. They were stepping outside of the box. And um, like I think about Vanity Six with Prince, what he did with them. And those kinds of moments always like left an impression on me. Um, so I think I always crave like that freshness. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't so much like I'm. it's this artist, this artist, and that makes my sound. Um, I think I just always was attracted to people that were creating something that I hadn't really heard quite that way before yeah um an artist that talked about other aspects of being a human that were not just boy loves girl mm-hmm. boy leaves girl hate you love you like mm-hmm. i just was always interested in some more of those gray areas so yeah 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 and i have a, another question actually yeah. um there's one of your tracks that honestly um the name of it it may be don't but it's one of those tracks that just is so dynamic. Like I was listening to it, and then every time I thought I knew where we were going, <laughs> we went somewhere else. And it, but it was so cohesive and Thank so you. dope. But you know, that was one of uh, my favorite tracks. Am I correct about that one? Don't. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, don't. Mm-hmm. Is, is it the one that has a fake uh, no love? You ain't the plug. Yes, yeah. Yes, That's yes, a Nas yes, reference yes. for people who don't okay. know. <laughs> yeah, now we and we definitely gonna be playing that one, uh, yeah. Ben, or the, the future show because that shit bops. But um, what's your favorite song on Black Girl I think Girl my music? favorite song is um, Dark Side of Blue. Ah, and can you speak to why that why that is? Um, I mean, it's written in a relationship kind of format, um, boy girl. But when I was writing it, the things that inspired it were anything that brings you to like that other side of darkness, like mm-hmm. beyond sad, which for me had been not only relationships that were romantic, but friendships, what I, what I thought were friendships, and also career. Like, you know, I used to get really frustrated because I had like the complete wrong mentality about what I was doing. And um, it would bring me, I would get into some serious depression. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah I was pulling from those feelings yeah yeah and by you said wrong mentality so because I understand where you're coming from like yeah. I had to leave my career so I understand so I just want you to speak to that a yes little bit yes more. well yeah. my mentality used to be um you know I put in the hours I show up and then I get things <laughs> um and that is a really interesting thing because even though you're on the grind and you feel like the underdog, there's a sense of entitlement there. Mm -hmm. um, and it's the lack of humility, you know. And there's also a lack of focusing on the joy of being able to do it, to mm. pursue it, and, and not really appreciating the luxury. I like getting emotional. Mm. I wasn't really appreciating the luxury to follow your passion. Mm. And I feel like I wasted you know, time just being like ungrateful. Mm, beautiful. So, yeah. yeah, I really had like an awakening and I was like, oh my God, I have been like, you know, not realizing how blessed I am. So, mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Now, you used to go by the name Moxie. Moxie yeah. <laughs> um, and now you are Ellie Luna. Mm -hmm. um, I just want you to, to get into, first of all, what went into name, like going by the name Moxie and then yep. what kind of caused that? whole change to you being Ellie Luna. Yeah, well, when I be when I became Moxie, I was going by a different name, which we probably even get to that. <laughs> but I was songwriting, and I would have, like, different partners, and do, like, it was, like, songwriting groups, songwriting duos, and then um, I was just in a transitional phase, right? And I was reading this book by Cherry Curry from The Runaways called Neon Angel, mm -hmm. and then the word Moxie came up a lot to describe them, and I mean, these were like four teenage girls who were being exploited by the industry, but were also like badass, like strong girls to be able to even deal with what they were dealing with, and that word came up a lot, I guess because of the time this was, I guess this was like 70s or something, when the word was like more in use than it was 90s to early 2000s. And um, I was like, Moxie, what is that word? Is just like jumping out to me. I looked looked it up and I, I was really, it really resonated with me because I felt like I had never, and it's like, you know, nerve, gumption, confidence. It's like all these things that for the first time I was starting to tap into. And I was like, that's my new name. <laughs> and people were like, don't change your name. You know, it's going to be too confusing. I'm like, nobody knows me. Like, it's fine. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then, um, from Moxie to Ellie, it was like after 2014, I went through a period of where I kind of had to fall off the grid just for personal like family stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, had like I was saying, I had an awakening. I had like a rediscovering of myself. And my last name is Ellie. It's my father's last name. And I talked about it with my uncle, who was like my father figure growing up. And he's my godfather. He actually lives on this block. Mm. And so uh, I was talking to him about it. And he was like, uh, he it was his idea to add the H. And then Luna was just for the moon, for my affinity for it, my like mm -hmm. connection to it. And then um, it's funny because my dad and I, like we became, we came back into each other's lives about uh, four and a half years ago. Yeah. And um, when he was in, uh, what was it? Was he in New York? Oh, I was in Florida. I went to visit him last September and he was telling me that um, his grandmother used to do like uh, ceremonies with the moon. And I was like... Put a pin in that. I'm going to need to know more about that. <laughs> That's amazing. Because yeah. there's something there, you know. So it's just like more heart centered. I felt like when I did Moxie, it was like I need all the ego Ooh, energy. Girl, girl. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's like. Mo Moxie is, is pretty much the, Ooh, like the word. That's yeah. what it's it, about. Yeah. yeah. It, even the way it comes out of your mouth. It's yeah. like, you know. Um, but I felt like I was able to propel myself in a way that I couldn't before. And I didn't need that anymore. So, Yeah. 
Well, I wish we had more time with you. Yeah, um, we'll definitely good. get to talking after we get off For here. Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, this has been Ben Talks. We had Thank Ellie you. Luna Thank as our so guest. Uh, you definitely the invited gifted, back. The talented. Please Thank come you. back. Definitely. I would love we to. We want to talk more. Yeah. I think definitely. I could talk to. I think we could talk to her for like a whole hour. Word. She got a lot. <laughs> She word, just got word, a lot of next words. time I'll be like early. Yeah, yeah. next time we give you an even and we, larger and we segment. And we could bond so. over being two uh, IECNs. Yes, um, two IECNs on the house. Yeah, word. In this, uh, oh. When I met industry. him at the event and I saw his Instagram, uh-huh. I, I was like, what? And I just pulled yeah. up my page because I also put the flag in my bio. Yeah. That's when you know it's real. Yeah, Addie doesn't go to my Instagram. So she oh, my know. God. No, um, I don't. I have but Instagram. coming up right after this is Heron Now, Rachel. So you want to thank our guest, Ellie Luna. Thank you so much uh, for having me. Thank you all for tuning in with us. Here and now, Rachel C. Coming up right after this, do not go anywhere with a special guest, Dre Love in the building.